Good morning and welcome to Focus on Bangor Community Education on Super Hits. 103.7 Cozy FM, sponsored by the Getman Corporation, the Freestone Pickle Company, and Bangor Public Schools. I'm Spencer Rivers, along with Lynn Johnson, Superintendent of Bangor Public Schools. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you? Uh, doing pretty well. It's been kind of windy out. Uh, we went to, uh, let's see, last Saturday, went to the Apple Fest. And uh, despite the tremendous wind, there were quite a few people there. Yeah, you know, it's windy as it was, you know. I mean, I was at a cross-country meet earlier that day over in Bloomingdale and standing out there watching those kids run. You know, the sun was out, but that wind, was that wind is what really made it cold. Well, yeah, well, I was glad to see the turnout anyway. Yeah. Turnout yeah, was really good. I got really good. for a while, nice turnout, you know, great displays. I think they had... Well over 100 cars in the car show. Wonderful collection of cars. Yeah. And then I stopped in the museum, talked to Bob there for a while, and uh, that was really great. They own that building now, yep. and it's just wonderful. Just yeah. Wonderful. What a great little museum. You know, I looked at things, all the vendors, all the activities they had. You know, Apple Fest turned out very nice, and then we highlighted it Sunday with the uh, high school, at the high school cafeteria with our alumni dinner, which is... Um, very thankful for Bangor having that alumni association. I think over since they started, you know, 20, 25 years ago doing that, they have provided over $200,000 worth of grants mm. to teachers and students and programs within the school district. So, again, thank you for the whole alumni committee um, and alumni who make financial contributions and stuff to our alumni foundation to support our students our students and our programs. Very important. And I know you have lots of things going on, lots on your list there that you wanted to cover. So let's go ahead and yeah, look at that. Yeah, kind of highlight some things that have been happening, you know, through our newsletters and stuff. And our newsletters, will be you can find them now on uh, the Bangor Viking website under news, mm-hmm. if you go to that link. But we highlight these every month at our uh, school board meetings and so forth. So I'd like to talk, start with our South Walnut and a message from Mrs. Bitzer, the principal down there, Wind Time, which is a program they do now, what's called What I Need. And they've changed the interventions that they're doing, and they call it Win or What I Need, along with our paraprofessionals during um, the school day. South Walnut continues to provide targeted instruction and assessment for grades kindergarten through fourth grade in mathematics and reading. Um, Mrs. Goodrich, who is our literacy coach, and Mrs. Dewey, who um, works with math, data, and technology at South Walnut, and grade-level staff meet weekly to review data, form small groups, and continuously use this data to make daily teaching decisions of what they're doing based on the students' needs. All students you know, go through a rotation of reading and math during wind time every two weeks to meet the needs of their um, the MTSS program which uh, team has met also and currently working on what to use and provide um, tier three interventions, which are your highest needs for your most struggling students. So they work continuously throughout the you know school day and year to help target our students that need the most interventions to help in their reading and math. So uh, it's nice to see that new WIN program going. Another thing that we have going on now um, It's called Needles for Love, and it's a thank you letter from South Walnut. Um, A huge thank you to the Senior Services of Van Buren County for providing South Walnut with over 100 pairs of gloves for the students. Wow. 
you know, they say warm hands, warm heart, you know, so they're getting a jump on the, uh, the winter months coming up. Um, and if you enjoy sewing, knitting, and or crocheting, would you like to serve on the community with a, and share with others? Um, the Needles for Love could be just the group for you. They have organizational meetings on Tuesdays from 1 to 3 p.m. at Simpson United Methodist Church. And they're doing different projects and like this for students and needy families and stuff throughout the community. That's wonderful. Yeah, you know, it is. You know, to come in and bring over 100 pair of gloves is, is awesome. Little highlight of our Apple Tree Preschool program. Uh, at the end of each school year, in the spring, they have an end of year celebration, and the preschool class launches balloons with uh, postcards attached to them with a message. Um, they want to see how far the balloons go and if they would be found. This year, we had two that were found and sent messages back to us. One of the balloons was found by a pilot who was also a geographer. He was very excited to have found the postcard on May 24th, the day after we launched it, in the middle of a lake that he was kayaking on in Chelsea, Michigan. Oh, wow. So in less than a day, that balloon traveled all the way from Bangor to Chelsea, which is over on the east side of the state. He calculated that the balloon traveled about 102 miles. He included pictures of where he found the postcard and pictures of his family. The second postcard was found by Betty Haworth, and she lives on a farm in Dexter, Michigan, which is near between Ann Arbor and Lansing. Oh, okay. And she found the postcard while she was mowing her lawn September 9th. So, you know, one was the next day all the way over. Um and I'd say Dexter is close to about the same distance away as Chelsea. So another one kind of north of where the first one was found, and that one was found September 9th. And that's exciting for the kids it to is. hear and come back, you know, that people actually find these postcards and respond back to them. Oh, yeah. My goodness. Um, one other thing happening at South Walnut in their specials classes, um, the fine arts is all about the holidays this month. Kindergarten, they have been creating art that goes – with the fall leaves and the harvest. First grade, they have watercolored haunted houses. Second grade, they're singing and dancing to spooky songs like the Ghost of John and Bats when they talk go squeak. And in third and fourth grade, they're learning about Mexican culture, including the holiday Day of the Dead. So that's things that are happening down at South Walnut right now. Um, then we can go to move up to the middle school. And at our middle school, they have a few different activities that have been happening. Um, one message fundraiser, the fifth grade class, is selling Audrey's cake rolls um, till the end of the week to raise funds for their end-of-the-year field trip. Rolls are $16 each and come in a variety of delicious flavors. They're perfect for holiday gatherings. And if you're interested, contact the school or see a fifth grade student or teacher. We've had... Our message from our social worker, uh, Amanda Street, at the middle school says, October ready. We're well into the school year in the halls. We're alive with all the homecoming activities that we recently had just be the week before um, Apple Festival. It was such a fun week, and the middle school had many students participate in dress-up days. They began doing their fall testing of what we call NWA MAP, which gives a target of where students are in their math and reading levels to see what they need to improve on to get grade level by the end of the school year. Testing takes place in the next two weeks, and attendance is very important. Research shows that absenteeism in the first month of school can predict poor attendance throughout the school year. 
Half the students who miss two to four days in September go on to miss nearly a month of school throughout the whole school year. And that's um, from a report by the National Center for Children in Poverty out of New York. So remember, everyone gets free breakfast and lunch, which saves everyone time in the morning. Get to school. Oh, yeah. All right, let's take our uh, first break here. You're listening to Bangor Community Education on Super Hits 103.7 Cozy FM, brought to you by the Getman Corporation, the Freestone Pickle Company, and Bangor Public Schools. We'll be right back. Back with our second segment of Bangor Community Education on Super Hits 103.7 Cozy FM, sponsored by the Getman Corporation, the Freestone Pickle Company, and Bangor Public Schools. Spencer Rivers, along with Lynn Johnson, he's the uh, superintendent of Bangor Public Schools. Lynn, you were uh, telling us about events at the middle school. Yeah, I'd also like to uh, talk about for a minute our students of the week that were at the middle school this previous week in fifth grade, we have Eric Hernandez-Bautista and Alexis Wisniewski and Madison Smith. Sixth grade was Paloma Martinez-Cortez, Hayden Robertson, and Emily Wisniewski. Seventh grade was Ella Gleason, Rosalba Galvan, and Abraham Alvarado. And then eighth grade, Samara Russell, Elizabeth Organdi, and Jesus Diaz. So congratulations, students, for being chosen as Student of the Week. As we move up, you know, some information, things have been going on at the high school. Um, ho- homecoming turned out to be a huge success for fall of 2019. I'd like to give a huge shout-out to Darla McCrum and Renee Ward for stepping up and coordinating this year's homecoming events. The pep rally and dance were also well attended by our students. Many of our students wore red on Friday to show their school spirit. So homecoming is always a great, fun time. You know, and they were able to stay focused on things throughout the school day also. Um, also, a shout-out to the Bangor Viking Marching Band. Our Viking Band earned a Division One rating at the Paw Paw Band Festival. They were supported this year. We had a fan bus that consisted of our football team, volleyball team, soccer team, cross-country. All of our fall athletes um, went on a spectator bus that were available to go watch um, the band perform. You know, it's kind of a nice turnaround because the band is at your Friday night football games, marching and everything, oh, yeah. and building that culture of students supporting each other. Um, it was nice to see those athletes go out and support the fantastic band that um, Mrs. Doe has. You know, um, they're doing great things again this year, which is become the bar you know she is very competitive and mm-hmm. has a very high bar of excellence and uh congratulations to our band director our band boosters parents and families and our student who are involved in the band keep up the good work also have a message from our high school counselor miss amy fafa night which is the uh student financial aid Application is going to be held Tuesday, October 29th from 5 to 7 p.m. in the high school computer lab. Bangor High School will host the FAFSA night to assist students and families in completing the free application for federal student aid, or FAFSA. All current seniors are encouraged to attend and complete their FAFSA in order to be considered for loans and grant money. So keep that on your calendars that Tuesday, October 29th, FAFSA night, high school computer lab from 5 to 7 p.m. What is this uh, assistance in in what way? 
that you know you have to do whether um, you think you're going to get scholarships or grants or not. To there's a lot of things that you have to apply and do this financial aid form for your colleges and universities to see what you qualify for based on family income and things of that nature. You know, there, and there's times where people say, "Oh, we weren't going to get any scholarships or anything." Well, you won't get. You're right. You won't if you do not complete a FAFSA form. So whether you think you need financial aid or not, it's still smart to go out and complete this FAFSA form so that way you might not qualify for, say, a particular grant or student loan, but there could be other financial aid at the university or college that's available through you through local grants, local scholarships, things of that nature. But to qualify... Almost everyone makes sure that you, first of all, have filled out the financial aid form. So this is pretty critical post high Very school. Very critical, no matter where you are financially, you know, in your um, in your family. Um, everyone should, needs to do the FAFSA form if they plan on going to college or community college or anything of that nature. Well, it's good for a community college yep, as well. Then. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I'll also highlight the few things that have been happening at our Career Academy. Um, we've started a new program down there this year in class. Um, uh, they're, they're doing home economics and providing a, adulting skills. So the students are enjoying the new home economics class taught by uh, Bangor Career Academy. The class meets twice per week for two three-hour sessions. During the session, students have been increasing their sewing skills. Recently, students completed pillow projects and aprons and will be worn for their cooking segment. Um, so they're doing life skills and home economics. They're now starting a unit on cooking and budgeting and so forth. So it's great to see that go back into the school system. You know, oh. If you can remember how home ec used to be. Yeah, and, I wish uh, I would have taken it. Because yeah. if, if it wasn't for the invention of the microwave oven. You know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, they've got a few other dates coming up. You know, they're, they've got a couple college campus visits. They'll be going to Southwest Michigan College here soon and um, Kalamazoo Valley, Lake Michigan College. They're doing field trips to there. I know as a group, the community ed is going October 29th to Wings Stadium for um, student day at the uh, K-Wings hockey game. Well, that'll be fun. Um, They've had a lot of other neat hands-on things going on there. They recently held a career fair for uh, employers to come in and talk to people, potential employees, and so forth. And we're going to keep expanding on those kind of offerings for not just the students but the community. So there are a lot of neat things that are happening down at our community ed center. Do you find that uh, the high school kids, are they more focused on the moment in school or are they or are they thinking about well, what am I going to do after school after I'm done you know I think there's it's a percentage I'm going to say 15 to percent 20 percent are pretty much well you know that top tier um, know what their plan is no hey I'm going to go to college or I'm going to go to trade school or I, I'm going to do this I think it's the the remaining. 70, 80% that they do need a lot of uh, counseling. They need a lot of um, exposure to opportunities, you know, because you get this real push of go to college, go to college, go to college, you know, post-secondary. 
but we're starting to do a lot more things with our students, letting them know too. There's trade schools, you know. Mm-hmm. There, there's a high demand in Southwest Michigan. I was reading a report just from uh, Berrien County of Berrien, Cass, and Van Buren County. The demand for welders, oh, you know, and the skilled trades like that and stuff. Uh, LMC, like Michigan College, had put out a report saying, and I want to say that. They are looking right now. There's about 300 jobs, welding jobs available, no and so idea. forth. Wow. So, and if you know people that weld, and you know some of these programs, and you get like on a pipeline or you know a construction field and stuff, there's very, very good money to be made in the skilled trades. Yep. You know, and we have to start going there and letting our students know these are options. You know, so. Get training while you can at the tech center while you're in high school. Get into an apprenticeship. Um, I know uh, a person that was all set to go to college and ready, enrolled, accepted at Michigan State University, and then thought, do I want to do this for four years and come out, you know, having to pay? Uh, my cost was going to be, you know, $25,000, $30,000 a year, or do I want to go? And I did some checking and talking to the local uh, electrical union and instead is looking at now pursuing a career in going to an electrical apprenticeship and everything and get the training, come out debt-free, make some pretty good money while you're doing it, and then you have the option of thinking, okay, maybe now I'll go to KVCC or somewhere and get a business degree so I'm a licensed electrician, I can work for the union, or I have an option of I can get additional school training and start my own business. Mm. You know? So it's letting these students know all the options that really are out there. What do you want to do? You know, Do you want to go to college because that's what you want, or do you want to go to college because that's what everybody tells you you need to do? All right, time for us to take another break. You're listening to Focus on Bangor Community Education on Super Hits, 103.7 Cozy FM, sponsored by the Getman Corporation, the Freestone Pickle Company, and Bangor Public Schools. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back with Focus on Bangor Community Education on Super Hits. 103.7 Goes Cozy FM, sponsored by the Getman Corporation, the Freestone Pickle Company, Bangor Public Schools, Spencer Rivers, along with Lynn Johnson, who is the uh, superintendent of Bangor Public Schools. And Lynn, you had some things you wanted to cover. Yeah, I want to talk about a little bit that we have going on also throughout the district. I'm primarily right now targeted at the middle school and high school in some professional development we're doing based on project-based learning. And what project-based learning is, is changing the environment of how you're delivering your subject matter in your classrooms. You get more hands-on, more involvement of your students. Um, We're doing coaching and training again beginning October 23rd for four teachers in this pilot program. One, Alexis Alex Packer, who is in the middle school English, Alexa Newman, ninth grade English. Christine Sargent, which is drama, social studies in the high school. And Heather Valentine Peterson, which is a high school math teacher. Um, We had just recently at the board meeting a presentation from three of our English 9 students and Mrs. Newman as an example of what one of the projects they're doing in English 9. They're doing a unit on empathy and understanding and how to, you know, writing by telling their story of, you know, their struggles or other people they know struggles they've gone through in their life, you know, either in school or outside of school or just their own personal life. And so students went out and interviewed people, got wrote 
um, props and everything on these interviewees' stories and background and life. And then instead of just, I wrote the paper and I turned it in and I get a grade, now they've taken it farther. After the interviews, um, their, their papers were critiqued as they went through, and then they took their papers and they each have started to do a podcast, very similar to a little radio show. So um, they're reading their paper, their story that they did on somebody or themselves, onto the podcast, and then the podcast is going to be shared through Spotify mm. um, and posted on our uh, website where people can go in and you know have access to what these ninth grade students did in English. So they learned to do research. They learned to do writing. They corrected their writings. They've been perfected their writing plan. And then instead of stopping right there, now they've put it into an audio form, audio story, where that story is going to be able to be shared with anybody who'd like to hear it. So they've taken what they've done, and now they're putting it into a presentation to the community through a podcast. That's a good idea. You know, and I, it's changed the attitude of these freshmen of what English is. You know, I'm actually being able to tell my story or learn to tell a story in a different way by instead of just putting it on paper. Um, and that's where we stop most of the time. You know, we give you an assignment in English. You do the writing. You get critiqued. Is your grammar? Is your punctuation? Is your this? But that all came back. They got that critique, you know, of their work. But then... Instead of, all right, let's go to the next lesson, now they've taken that they've, and they've expanded it so they're sharing it through the community, through podcasts, and they're loving it. Um, we had three or four of them um, that we listened to at the board meeting the other night, and the kids came and talked about their experience and just getting freshmen to stand up in front of a school board oh, and the community yeah. and talk about they were what they were doing. They showed you know enthusiasm and excitement now of what they're doing in the classroom. And so we're continuing to expand this pilot into other subjects and grade levels. All righty. That's going to do it for this edition of Bangor Community Education on Super Hits, 103.7 Cozy FM, brought to you by the Getman Corporation, the Freestone Pickle Company, and Bangor Public Schools. Have a great weekend.